Yo, what's up, everyone? And thanks again for tuning into the Client Side Podcast, which is part of the Inbound Lab Podcast Network. I am, once again, your host, Derek Ovinga. And on today's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking to Beth Kerr, who is the Brand and Communications Manager at Connect First Credit Union. We talk about a variety of topics, including her journey working with several different external creative partners and how she's able to create alignments with them and her internal teams. We talk about brand, category, and some of the strategies she uses to enhance customer engagement and visibility. And we also talk about how she balances customer needs and corporate objectives when it comes to branding. I was so excited she agreed to come onto the podcast, and I think you're going to love this conversation. But before we get to it, and I hate doing it, but I got to ask, if you like what you hear today, please rate my podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave a note. All of that stuff helps justify why I do it in the most vanity way possible. But without further ado, here's my conversation with Beth Kerr from Connect First Credit Union. It's super nice to finally meet you. I've seen you in person, but never got a chance to pull you away. I think it was at uh, Social West, actually. You were on stage with the Adverb guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, this person seems really smart and Ah, like super charismatic, too. I was like, wow, she's so good on stage. She's like outshining her her partners on stage there. And I wanted to talk to you, but just never got a chance. So I'm happy uh, I can use the podcast as a way to convince you. Uh, have a meeting with me, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I love how the podcast serves you in multiple ways. Very smart. I love it. I don't hide the fact that I use it as a lead generation tool. And I don't hide the fact that I use it as a way to you know, meet new people because I love meeting new people. And I, I started the podcast during COVID where there was no meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I was and I was also getting really good information out of it uh, from a from a client perspective um, mm-hmm. and how clients like to work with external creative firms like myself. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm still doing it. It's just hard to keep going consistently. Yeah. yeah. But enough about the podcast. Why don't we talk about yourself? Let's do it. The first question I wanted to ask you actually is I went to Sled Island this past year and there you had this activation there called the pizza ATM. Uh, how did you sell that idea <laughs> to your higher ups? <laughs> that it's funny. I was thinking about that. And I'm like, I have no idea how we sold it at the end of the day. I kind of feel like we went with the whole, you know, just, just keep going and ask for forgiveness <laughs> later. Uh, like we certainly vetted it at the time, um, with some of our, our divisional brand leaders and, and they loved it, but I think they were kind of just like really just trusting us with it in the moment yeah. of just saying, okay, sure, sure. An, an ATM <laughs> would be okay. Okay. It sounds great. And and we couldn't have been more thrilled with people's response to it. Um, people are still coming and talking to us about it now, like seven months later. And I don't know, it was just one of those things like, so to talk about where it came from is, is, also a lot of how we approach just generally our sponsorships and partnerships, which is all about kind of like showing up in an authentic way that serves the, the property that you're partnering with. So with Flood Island, we very much were talking to them about like, you know, where are your pain points for your mm-hmm. attendees, for you? Like, just let's talk about how your festival runs. And they talked about how at the Legion, um, with the shows going really late at night, there were no food options often mm. for people at the end of the night 
in the Legion or even if they went out onto Stephen Ave or wherever. And we so just sort of got the wheels turning of how can we provide a food experience? How can it also be, you know, relevant and something that people, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night, what do they want to eat? That kind of stuff. And it just sort of came about in this desire to want to help SLED make their event better was like, well, hey, people want to eat. Let's let's give them some food and do it in a yeah. way that speaks to our brand. Uh, so big shout out to Dustin at One West. I, I believe technically it was his idea. So Okay. So all to Dustin on that, but um, yeah, it was really representative of how like we want to do sponsorships generally. It's amazing because you could have went the simple route and just, you know, ordered like 48 pizzas and just say, okay, at the end of the night, everybody gets pizza, but you went all out, you know, you had a bit of a financial uh, theme to it as well with the ATM piece. Um, Yeah, it was, it was so smart. When I got there and got a pizza, I was like, Oh my God, what? This is connect first. They did this. This is this. It blew my mind actually. Cause you don't see a lot of, well, financial institutions, even fintech doing those type of things where it's almost like you're not really selling, uh, financial services at that point, right? You're basically just selling your brand. You're just looking for solutions for party goers and, and music lovers who don't have edible options <laughs> at the end of the night. So, uh, that was a great idea. I just wanted to commend you on that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, I love that you kind of just squeeze first and ask questions last, uh, notorious BIG quote. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's really cool too. And you were talking about, you said one West, one West. Is that a, a creative firm that you work with? Uh, you could call them that. Like they're not a marketing per se firm. They more so do um, event-based work. So hmm. we work with them very closely on all of our activations, even just like signage at events and creating, you know, even decals. So, so they're our main partner when it comes to showing up in a physical space. Gotcha. And and you work with several different external firms. Uh, two of my favorite agencies, I believe you work with as well, Adverb and Daughter. Can you tell me a bit about, you know, you can keep the, the bad stuff <laughs> to yourself, but can you sure. tell me a bit about your experience working with uh, multiple different agencies from a advertising and marketing standpoint? Yeah. So we have a relatively large brand team here at Connect First, but at the end of the day, we only have so many people and we can only execute so much and we only have certain skill sets. Mm-hmm. So when it came to working with, I guess I'll talk about um, Adverb first because really they sort of came into the mix with me anyways first. Sure. Um, it came out of a, a need that our person doing social media for us was departing and it was like, ah, we can't turn the lights off. We need to do something and we need to do it quickly. So we heard of an adverb through the grapevine of people knowing each other. So we were like, okay, maybe they can come in and just like make sure we're posting while we figure out like hiring a new person. And the relationship just evolved over a relatively short period of time where it was like, they bring so much more value to us than, you know, just getting a post up. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of strategic thinking. There's a lot of expertise when it comes to social media, how you can best use any of the channels that um, you're posting on. So it got to a point where we were just like, okay, I think we want to level this up a little bit. Like we want to put deeper thought and strategy behind what we're doing in social media. So, okay, next up, make us a strategy. So then it was like, okay, they put us together this massive strategy. We were actually chatting the other day and reminiscing of how I think the presentation was like four hours long. Like it was so in depth and there was so much conversation. Um, So it was, in a meeting like that where 
it was just so evident that we were all on the same page of the vision of what we could do, what we could be and, and kind of lofty goals. So it's kind of just solidified things for us there of that it would become a a longer term relationship where we worked with adverb every day on Mm -hmm. our social media. They do thought leadership for us. Um, They're doing more content work for us now. So it's been a fabulous relationship. And I think at the end of the day, it just um, comes down to, having a vibe where we all just gel together and it just works and there's a passion on both sides. So it's a great relationship for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And with daughter, I'd say it's very similar. Um, We knew, so we were rebranded coming up on two years ago. And so of course, when you rebrand an 80 year old organization, um, (laughs) you're going to have some growing pains of people not knowing who you are. How do you get them to know you? So we knew we needed to do um, some larger scale marketing campaigns uh, multi-channel involving, you know, digital TV, all that kind of stuff. So we knew, we knew we just didn't have the expertise in house. And again, through sort of relationships. And I think we had done, um, a little bit of work with daughter prior to when I joined the organization on a small scale. So it was kind of another step forward of like, Hey, we want to expand this relationship. You know, daughter, I think has a, a an amazing reputation within the city of mm-hmm. doing great work. So it was again, just kind of like, let's chat. And it, it once again felt like they, they're just understanding us. They're understanding our brand. We're speaking the same language. We both see where we can go and where we can take this. So let's just do it. And so they're now another partner that we still uh, work with basically on a day-to-day basis. That's good. Yeah. You talked about your social media uh, presence. Um, I love the stuff that you're doing. Some of the educational stuff like uh, RSP contribution posts that you had, uh, I think it was last week um, that I saved and immediately looked at my RSP contributions because it's tax time after all. Um, And I was like, oh, wow, she got me. Um, But that's been very helpful for me since it's, it is year end for myself. So thanks for uh, publishing stuff like that. Uh, You know what? It's funny through the process of making the content for that reel. I learned a lot about RSPs as well. So to me, it's like, that's a big thing of what we're doing in social media. It's like, sure. Do we want you to become a member? Sure. Do we want you to use our products? Absolutely. But to us, it's more so about how do we impact people in their lives of of Mm -hmm. help them to know more about their finances and make better decisions. And then if they choose to come bank with us, Hey, that is amazing. But if we can just help you make better decisions, then that's awesome as well. I love that goal. Um, as a content marketer myself, uh, that goal aligns with a a lot of what I do with a, a lot of my clients. So it's not just a transactional which is kind of a pun here. Um, social media isn't just a transactional platform, right? Um, I think you guys are using it very well. So, so well Thank done. You. Let's talk about some of the strategies that you've used to uh, enhance your customer engagement and increase brand visibility. Well, I think I would, I would take a step back a bit, even and say like kind of one of the biggest challenges that we have as a credit union, particularly in Calgary and in Alberta, is the fact that people actually don't know what a credit union is. Mm. Like transparently, I did not know what a credit union was before I came and worked here. In my mind, I was like, oh, they do like wire transfers or like something. And it's obviously not that. We are, we provide all of the same services as a bank. We can, you know, do your savings, your checkings, your mortgage, your RSP, whatever. Mm. But that's our challenge is that 
Albertans just don't actually know that about a credit union. They don't just see Connect First Credit Union and immediately know who we are, what we do, and what we can offer them. Um, and that's, you know, due to history of credit unions in Alberta and the differences between our different provinces and whatever. But that's kind of been one of the biggest things for me that I felt like we've had to tackle in some way of letting people know who, what we actually do. And we're, we're trying to demonstrate that through, you know, reels that focus on RSPs, because obviously if we're talking about it, hopefully people make the connection yeah. that we can also service them um, for that product. Uh, but even another big challenge we have, even through our rebrand that I mentioned, is that a lot of our members are still not even making the connection that we have a new name. Yeah. Uh, so when we've been doing our um brand pulse check research and whatnot, we're still seeing that people who actually bank with us aren't, you know, picking us out with unaided recall. So it's a big focus also on just making sure people see our brand, that they are starting to make that connection with the logo, with our look and feel, with our personality, with our services. So that's kind of a lot of the focus that we put in right now is just brand awareness. How do people know who we are? Brand affinity. How do they feel connected to us? How do they love us? How do they go? I want to, I want to bank with them. I want to check them out. Like who is that connect first? But then also on the other end, so they understand when they come to us, what, what is it that we can even do for you? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's finding a balance between those two different ways. So trying to show up in both of those areas through our social media through our, our newsletter to members, through our commercial, our thought leadership. I think that's another really big piece that we mm-hmm. put focus on on LinkedIn. The how we use that channel is making sure that we can showcase leaders and other people throughout our organization to show who they are, what they do, and how they represent us as a brand. So yeah, you said something super interesting there um, early on there that folks, including yourself, including myself, don't really know the difference between a credit union and a bank. There's a uh, there's a part there about category where you're sharing a category with banks, the big four, you know, like Bank of Montreal, TD Bank and, and so on and so forth. So is that your competition, would you say? And are you trying to take some of that marketplace away from the big four banks? A little bit. I mean, we can't ignore the fact that that's our competition, but the big banks are are not are not who we're focused on in terms of like who we can immediately compete with. Mm. We're more focused on the Alberta market and the ATBs of the world, the NEOs of the world. Yeah. How how do we differentiate ourselves in the Alberta market? And and we know that we're the little guy. So we have to be a little bit scrappy. We have to be a little bit different in what we do and what we say. Um, and even that was sort of partially the seed and the basis of our campaign that we put out this past fall, which was Banksy Numbers, We See Albertans. I mean, obviously, that's a, that's a pretty direct uh, finger yeah. point right there, what we're saying. But the essence of that truly was trying to let people know we're different. There's something that's different about us and come check us out. And I think there's a couple things in there that we really based it on. One was that we want people to see us as an unconventional choice that, you know, everyone and anyone can be like, yeah, I'm TD, I'm RBC, whatever. But like, hey, I I think with Connect First. So it's like, 
I'm making a choice that, hey, you might not know what that is. And maybe I know something you don't because I'm banking over here. And we want to kind of appeal to those people that that see that we're local, we're, we're huge supporters of community, and that there's a different experience that they can have with us that they might not have at a bank, um, which also speaks to sort of our, our values and what we call our pledge, um, which is where we feel that every person deserves a conversation, that a lot of those big banks um, and other uh, FIs out there are driving you to, to digital solutions, whether it's mm-hmm. an app, whether it's self-directed investing, whatever it is, for us, we feel our differentiator is humans. Mm-hmm. That it's like, hey, come talk to us. Like you can't just, you know, skip the dishes away your your yeah. mortgage and your budget. Like you need people to help you understand how your financial choices impact your life and how you can make different and better choices and all that kind of stuff. So, so that's kind of our approach. Like we 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 know people are there are things that maybe those big banks can offer that we can't, but we feel that we have differentiators that, that might people that might attract people to us in a different way that makes them a bit more sticky. Yeah. Interesting that you said uh, the human aspect, right? Cause when it comes to banking, there is a legacy part there, right? Where your parents would have introduced you to their financial advisor and, and so on and so forth. Um, and an app is just not going to do it. Right. Um, which is funny to say, because, you know, the world is going more digital and, uh, and, you know, apps are a very convenient way to do things. But if you want somebody who could be a trusted advisor, an app is not going to be your trusted advisor. So yeah, very interesting 100%. what you said there. Yeah. And I mean, Technology is still important in banking. Like we don't want also people to think, oh, well, you know, they're a credit union, so they're not going to have a good app. They're not going to whatever. So it's like, we still want you to have that great digital experience, but we also want you to have humans as well. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Let's talk about marketing again, you know, working with different creative firms. What type of processes do you use to ensure that all of your advertising, branding, marketing efforts are aligned with your overall mission and values at the credit union? You know, you've got your internal team and then you're working with external teams as well. How do you ensure that you're all reading off the same page? That is a journey. It it is a big journey and it's a big challenge, I think, for every brand out there. And at the end of the day, I think our approach is very much that the brand is everything. The brand is not just our marketing campaign. It's not just our logo or signage. The brand is who we are and how we show up every single day. So, you know, our advisors working in branches, you know, our call center people, they are all the brand just as much as the pizza ATM or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's important to us that we we consistently share and talk about who we are as a brand internally of keeping folks just like in the know of what we're doing, you know, we're coming back to Sled Island this year. So we've, mm-hmm. you know, announced that externally and internally as well. And just trying to make sure People know what we're up to, but we also want to stay connected to the people within the organization so that we know, you know, when we say in the marketplace, everyone deserves a conversation and you're going to get one. We also want to make sure that that's also being delivered on the other end. Uh, so very much from that internal side, it's just kind of like staying, staying in touch with with the whole, the whole uh, organization. Yeah. But externally, I think... It's making sure that when we work with these external agencies or other groups, it really is 
making sure that there's like a level of trust between us and that group that that they know us, that they understand us, that they just get us. So I think it's, you know, spending time just just talking through who we are, who we want to be, where we're going, what our goals are as an organization and as a brand and as a marketing team. Mm -hmm. So that through those conversations, those are always when the best ideas come up is when you're just chatting. And when, you know, you're just like, Oh, I just remembered this thing. Or did you have that? So like we always talk about having brain jams, like have the brain jam, just talk, just connect Mm -hmm. with people and, and, and spend the time to have conversation because that's the only way I find that like, you're really going to tap into that creative side as well is like through human connection. Yeah. I feel like there's a theme here in terms of human connection. So when you're working with your creative firms, do they all play nice in the sandbox or do they challenge each other? Do you, do you, do you, you know, do you encourage uh, them challenging each other? Cause I think that's, that could be a benefit as well. Yeah, I mean, so far, the work we did last year, there was very small crossovers here and Mm. there. Uh, But I think as we evolve, and especially some of the activity that we're going to be undertaking this year, we're going to need our various groups to work together. Um, So I think from that respect, again, it's just kind of respecting boundaries in some ways of people knowing, this is what this group does, this Mm -hmm. is what that group does, but also saying like, you bring so much value and we want you to share that value with this group and vice versa and making sure everyone sort of knows that there's that level of respect for what they bring to the table um, and what they can share, but also understanding that the other groups also have value that they can bring to them. And if we're all working together, we're only going to just make things that much better. Um, So we're, we're kind of on the cusp right now of taking on some work where we are starting to make these cross connection. So, so we'll see how it all unfolds, but I'm looking forward to that sort of evolution of how we work um, as a company and with all of our partners as well. Yeah. I love it. And I'm going to come up with a sports analogy here. Cause you know, I feel like you're the quarterback and all of these creative agencies that you're working with, including your internal team are all, let's say the best wide receivers in the game and you've got them all on your team. The last thing you want to do is just play the ground game and just run the ball yourself. Right. So yeah, very, very well said in terms of making sure that everyone's aligned for sure. I keep going back to the pizza ATM because again, this is, you know, it was a customer need that you found uh, when it comes to your branding. Can you tell me a bit about how you've balanced, you know, your corporate objectives at connect first with customer needs when it comes to branding? So we're actually seeing a shift for us right now. So last year, the business need in our business plan was very much focused on brand awareness, brand affinity. And yeah, we were trying to collect um, and acquire, I guess, new members, but it was really about driving brand awareness, brand affinity. And those were the two things that we were really thinking about in the choices we were making. Whereas this year, we're shifting our focus a little bit and trying to focus more on our current members and how we can deepen and grow our relationships with our current members. So to me, the way I see that those sort of business needs and objectives reflecting in, in what we're doing is, you know, last year it was focused on, um, sponsorships, how, you know, the signage, the logo, the, the, how are people hearing and knowing about our name and who we are Mm. a lot less focus on, I mean, 
obviously we were marketing products as well, for sure. But that's, you know, sort of a, a different, a different grouping of work that we do. But from a, a overall brand perspective, it really was just about like, we need to get ourselves out there in the community. And while we're still going to do that this year, because brand awareness is obviously a long game, it's going to take a long time for people to get to know who we are and what we do. We want to this year shift our focus a little bit more on what does it mean um, to, what does it mean as a brand to show up for our members specifically? So even an example of that is the way we're thinking about social media. How do we um, develop our channels and develop content that you as a member feel included, that you feel like you're having an experience that maybe is different than a follower who is not a member. Again, because it's like you, you know, that thing that someone else doesn't because you're a member of connect first. We're not totally sure how that's going to show up yet, but that's something we're really thinking about, you know, at a basic level, is it, if we do a contest, you have to be a member to be able to, you know, enter the contest. Is it something as simple as that? Is it um, doing more profiles, of our um, business members and saying, Hey, if you go visit, you know, Columbo's who's a connect first member as a, as a member, show your card, you get a discount. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Like those are some, some easier things to think of, but we're trying to get to the more abstract of, of how do we create a community that's welcoming both to members and just to the general public, but right. focus on deepening our relationship with members. Right. Yeah. It seems like connect first is very community minded, which, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's just like the credit union way. A hundred percent. And it's like, we still, it's like, we're trying to appeal to the younger demographic, but mm. we're still your grandparents credit yeah. union to, yeah. in, in a sense. We're still that community minded neighbor next door, but we still, th- th- there's something we have to offer to younger people as well. So mm-hmm. that that's kind of the push and pull there as well. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, last question. Uh, and I asked this to every guest, if you've listened to the podcast, you might've heard this question before, but um, so I start my day with telling myself three things that I'm grateful for. I think gratitude is super important for me. It helps, uh, you know, start my day in a positive way. Um, can you tell me three things that you're grateful for today? I am grateful for uh, my team that I work with. Um, you spend more time with your team than your family in a, <laughs> a lot of cases. So I love having a team that um, we can have fun. We enjoy each other, um, but we still do hard work. Uh, so I'm grateful to have a great team. I'm also grateful on the other hand for my family, of course, like you got to have that, um, that nest to go home to at the end of the day, also to, to let go of the day. So I'm, I'm very grateful to have for my family. And then I would say, you know what, I'm just, I'm just grateful for each day. Like it's, it's a cloudy day, but it's a beautiful day. Like every day is a gift. And, and I'm just, I'm just so grateful to, to be here and to, to be living life and to be doing what I'm doing. And yeah, it's a great day. Love it. I love it. Well, uh, you've had this theme of, you know, everyone deserves a conversation. So I wanted to thank you for uh, having a conversation with me. I'm really excited to see uh, what the next year looks like for Connect First. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Beth. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I've loved chatting with you and chat again sometime soon. Sounds good.